Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. As we begin now our second month of this learning initiative, I want to take the opportunity to once again remind all those who are listening that our learning has been dedicated for Rafua Shalema for Ilana Chana Basgila Brainla. We pray that she have a Rafua Shalema Basoch Sha'ar Chola Yisrael. Well, today is Erev Rosh Hashanah. Today is the day before one of the most extraordinary days of the year, days in which we have incredible potential. And of course, Tfila Davening is such an important central part of the day. So much of what we can gain on the day of Rosh Hashanah is going to happen in shul with the machzor in our hand. And so therefore, on a day like this, it is particularly challenging uh, for me to try to think how we can focus. But I want to do so by highlighting, spotlighting one particular individual who clearly has inspired much of the themes of davening on Rosh Hashanah. And I'm referring to Chana, the mother of Shmuel Hanavi. Now, the truth of the matter is, Chazal tell us that Chana serves as a paradigm, as a model for tefillah all throughout the year. There are many different aspects. A lot of the hows of davening, the tone, the manner, the style is learned from Chana. We'll have to leave off some of those details for another time. But particularly on the day of Rosh Hashanah, where the Gemara asks us, how do we know that we have, what is the source for the idea of nine brachos in the Musaf and Rosh Hashanah, which is a very unique number uh, to have nine. And Chazal tell us that this was inspired by Chana. So there's some sort of intrinsic connection, if you will, between Chana. We tell the story of Chana. Of course, we read the Haftarah of the birth of Shmuel Navi on the day of Rosh Hashanah. And it could be because of the fact, Chazal tell us, that Chana, her prayers were answered on the day of Rosh Hashanah. But there must be something deeper. And I believe that there is. So if we take a look at the tefillah of Chana, as the Navi tells us in literally the first chapter of Sefer Shmuel, so perhaps contained within that tefillah is a little bit of a clue as to how Chazal see that this particular point in Chana's life serves as a very, very important model for us, serves almost as a way of, of directing us as to what our focus should be on the days of Rosh Hashanah. The Pasuk says, Vatidor neder vatomar, that when Chana found herself in a very, very difficult and a very painful situation and was pleading, petitioning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he should hear her, hear her prayers, she made a vow. And she said, Hashem Tzivakos, God of hosts, If you please see me, your maidservant, describing herself in a place of, place of great suffering and need, and you remember me, and you allow me those chos to have children, she pledges to God right then and there, that if you do this, I will dedicate my entire life, and particularly this, the life of my son, to your service. In other words, Chana is asking for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to fulfill her tefillos, a woman who, until this point, has been unable to conceive, unable to have children, wanting very much, on a very personal level, to be able to bear children, to have the great honor and privilege and joy of being a mother. But she chose at this time, at this very, very important time in her life, to focus the tefillah not on herself. This is not about me. It's not about what I want, and it's not about how my life can be improved. But she shifted the message. And she said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if you do this, I will give him, so to speak, back to you. I will see to it that the life of my son will be dedicated to your service. In other words, in other words, what she's saying is, don't do it for me, do it for you. You may recall that several weeks ago we spoke about the concept of lemancha, kasveinu lechaim, lemancha lo chaim. But now we're tracing it back to Chana, 
who basically says, I do not want to be at the center of my tefillah. Normally when we daven, often when we daven, we think about ourselves, our own needs, and the people who we care about, and we see ourselves at the center. And Chana took the spotlight off of herself, and she placed it, so to speak, on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And she said, I am interested in promoting your name in the world. And so therefore, she becomes sort of this paradigm of tefillah, because she teaches us how to daven in general, but particularly on the day of Rosh Hashanah. In the Sefer Nefesh HaChayim, Chaim Vlashen writes that the Ikra Gadol Shel Inyan Atfila, what is the most important principle when it comes to davening? Lechavin Raklahosif Koach Biktusha. To go ahead and, and I can only translate the words, I cannot really tell you what this means, from us, from where we stand down here on earth, to go ahead and to, to promote, to increase the capacity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to have his reach within the world. Shekemo says the Nefesh HaChayim, Shehoish Me'anshe Achayil, just as a soldier, he takes all of his personal interests and puts them aside. His interest is at that moment to protect the king, to promote the interests of the king. I'm not fighting for myself. I am fighting for you. And goes on, and he says that is the purpose of davening in general, and particularly on the day of Rosh Hashanah, where he says, you take a look from beginning to end, we don't talk about ourselves. It's very interesting. Rosh Hashanah, of course, the first two days of the Aser Semei Tshuva. So if I would ask you, how many times in davening, how many times are you thinking, Shmon Esri, you're going to find words like Tshuva? How many times are you going to find words like Slicha, Mechila, Kapara, Chet? You would think that the Machsa would be full of these expressions. Now, in all fairness, there are references, particularly in the Piyutim, to the ideas of Tshuva, but Slicha, Mechila, Kapara, less so, and certainly when it comes to the focus on Chet, for the most part, absolutely not. In fact, there were those who were concerned that we should not even say Avinu Makenu Chatanu Lefanecha on the day of Rosh Hashanah. I believe if you're listening to this, in all likelihood, it is your custom and shul to say those words. But just to be aware of the fact that there was hesitation, that some said maybe we, this is not a day that we should be saying Chatanu Lefanecha. This is not a day that we focus on Chet. This is a day that we focus on you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This is a day that we look to be Mamlich you. And that is the focus on the day of Rosh Hashanah. It is not on ourselves and our own needs. And if you look from beginning to the end, particularly in the Shemana and the Amida, and even in the Musaf, Malchios, Zichronos, and Shofros. So Malchios is, is what? It's about promoting the name of Hashem in the world. We daven for a time in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu will once again be recognized as being not just the Melech Shel Yisrael, but Melech HaKola Aretz. That's what we daven for in the Bracha of Malchios. In the Brach of Zechronos, we focus on the concept of accountability. We focus on the concepts of Scharva Onesh. We recognize and appreciate that what we do in this world matters and that we have been put into this world to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We recognize and we appreciate that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has made a covenant with each and every one of us, and it is our job in this world to go ahead and to promote and to preserve and to maintain the terms of that agreement, so we can uphold our part, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu can indeed be recognized as the Zocher Habris. And finally, in Shofros, we remind ourselves and we focus on the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu speaks to us, He communicates with the world, through prophecy, through Matan Torah, through the giving of the Torah, and Be'ezos Hashem, through the coming of Mashiach, at the time that we will hear, hear the blast of the Shofar Gadol. So there's a lot going on. Malchios, Achronos, Shofar, so much more. But what's interesting is we're not talking about ourselves. We don't make it about ourselves. 
We are not even confessing our sins on the day of Rosh Hashanah. We are trying to completely shift our focus and say it's not about us, it is about you. How is this about tshuva? What is it, how, is, how does this become part of the Aser Sameh Tshuva? So it would seem to me that before we are going to go ahead and try to return, which means to our source, and specifically return back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to Bashuva Lashem, Bashuva Lashem, we have to focus intensively for at least two days on what, what does that mean? To where am I returning? To who am I returning? What does it mean? So the focus on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the focus on Melech Machei Hamlachim, that is our focus on Rosh Hashanah, and we learn this from Chana. Chana was the one who was able to extricate herself from a place of complete absorption with her own needs, and, and, and for good reason. She was, as anyone would be, completely immersed in her own needs at the moment. But she very courageously at that moment steps out of that box. And she says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if you do this for me, I will do more, so to speak, for you. I will dedicate my life to serve you. And that is our focus on the day of Rosh Hashanah. And it could be that that is why Hannah, although she inspires many aspects of our tefillah all throughout the year, particularly on the day of Rosh Hashanah, she serves as such a model because she really, really captures for us the essence of the day. And the essence of the day is to focus our thoughts, our tefillos on the restoration of Malchus Shemayim in the world. We daven for a time where the entire world, we ask that HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring the day in which the entire world recognizes that Hashem these are the themes of the davening on Rosh Hashanah, literally from beginning to end. And so that should be our focus. I wish each and every one of us that we should be zoche to be inspired on this day of Rosh Hashanah to prepare ourselves for the holy, wonderful, incredible, amazing opportunity that we will have throughout the period of Aser Simei starting tonight with Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Adin, allowing us the opportunity as the Nebuchadnezzar Chaim writes, as an ish me'anshe ha'chayel, as a soldier who has the great zuchus to serve in the army, and particularly among that section in the army who is there to protect, so to speak, the king, that we make that our exclusive focus, to focus on HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Melech, Malchei Hamlachim, inspiring each and every one of us in the days that follow to indeed, as the Navi says, v'shuvu el Hashem, when we focus on that, and when we are able to attach ourselves so much to our Father in Heaven, we will hopefully be inspired in the days that follow to engage in true introspection and tshuva, bringing ourselves ever closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thank you so much. Wishing each and every one of you a v'chasim tova, a good yantif, a good gebenshiar, and look forward to continuing our conversation after yantif. <laughs>